G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. What's up, y'all? This is Jamari, a.k.a. Enzo, Mari Megalodon, and y'all balling with a thousand jumps. Hey, Jamari, hey, fuck these niggas, man. Like, these bitch-ass wannabe A&T rappers always word, trying to flex on you. Hey, fuck these, not these niggas, no, Jamari. Hey, you already know, Reed, like, niggas talking about I need help to do my bars and shit. Like, I can't rap. Like, who the fuck do they think they talking to, nigga? It's uh. Jamar, the fuck? Never have I ever gave a fuck about a hater or these hoeing bitches or the pussy niggas that stay talking shit over Twitter who think that the comments are making me bitter. They honestly making me bigger cause Mari and Optimus transform a doubter like Optimus dropping the hottest shit to all you rappers on campus ain't nobody topping this. Sheesh. The dogs on the road steady waiting for the relish. No, I don't like the brag, but I got a body bag for your lyrics. If a nigga wanna turn into a relic, no, that last line wasn't meant to be a shot. It was more like a coincidence. Sort of like when I'm leaving out the store and I get a random search and they say, sorry, sir, we just have a lot of incidents. Like, yeah, right. Why you got your back to me? Better tell it to my face if you wanna see my name. Yeah, y'all weak niggas been aiming for my pen. I'ma teach them how to bowl, gotta keep a mini lane. I came into the game with a dollar and a chain. And some lyrics that'll put my opposition on the cane or a pain. Yeah, whatever comes first. I'm leaving in a plane while they leaving in a hearse. Never have I ever gave a fuck about a label or you fable rappers or about police who be gunning us down in the street and then come on the TV disheartened and weak. That's minus a person at dinner when everyone sits down to eat. How wallets can look like a weapon is something I'll never agree. Niggas wanna tell me that I'm selfish. Cause I want the oil money or some shell shit. Fuck the bread, all my niggas breaking shellfish. I don't need a shelf, hit the internet and get the raisin hell. I'ma step ahead of L's like the starter to my first name. Catch a dub even in my worst game. Flipping on his head, turn my winnings to an M. The M into a K, walk into the studio and let it spray. Came in with the thunder, but a nigga didn't profit. Hard enough to flow, now I'm spitting like a rocket. Put the game inside a locket, put that locket on the chain. A chain around my neck, now I stay ahead of lame. Tell him get the flame to me ASAP. I'm trying to bring that 88 back with an ASAP. Tell the bartender, let us taste that. Hit the club with eight stats. Motherfucker, let the 808 slap, nigga. Never have I ever gave a fuck. Never have I ever gave a fuck. Never have I ever gave a fuck. And never will I ever give a fuck. Nope. Nope. Shoot with me a thousand jumpers up. Word to Bobby G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby and I, we got special Shut guests. Up. It's been a while since we had a guest on the podcast, man. It has, hasn't it? And it's, it's crazy because, you know, some of our boys is like, yo, you really going to interview this dude? And I'm like... Yeah, like the music though. How you start with some shit? <laughs> hey, I'm being honest, man. Y'all get, 
If you know, you know. All right, Takashi. Nah, never that. You can That's what you're like, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. You can pull out a black interview. You'll pull Yo. out some academics, some academics. On Thursday, this nigga said, fuck that. What? But anyway, man, we got a... We got a special guest, and it's very rare that Rob and I champion someone from Baltimore. But every now and then, you got to put your pride aside and acknowledge good music. So welcome to the podcast, our bro, Jamari. It's good to have you, man. Hey, what's, hey, what's up, y'all? Thank y'all for having hey, me on y'all show. Yo, it's been a long time. I've been telling him we was going to get him on the podcast for like three years, though. <laughs> he was getting the industry run around. No, I was like, when the music come out, I was about to say I ain't had no, I ain't had no music. But nah, but Jarrell's like an aggressive industry dude. He'll show up to your shit like multiple times and just a lot of you. <laughs> nah, I like, hey, how you doing, man? I, I'm, uh, still, I'm gonna come up. <laughs> oh like, snap! Like, why? Yo. <laughs> Like, they just gonna fuck up my whole day. <laughs> nah, see, Rob, Rob lying for the audience. It, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm messing with you. I've known, known Mari since, what, 2012, 2013? I'll say 2012. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. Like, the moment we, like, I got history with him. Like, he's responsible for some really dope videos that took place at A&T. So, nah, it's, it's always gonna be love this time, man. Hey, appreciate it, appreciate it. Like I said, appreciate y'all having me on here. You know, a thousand jumpers. Yeah, man. Let's, let's get, get the gym. What's up? Let's, let's get, get straight in, to this, man. man. So, all right, you from Baltimore. <laughs> what are your early, like, musical influences? Like, what made you decide to rap, and who did you look to when you started rapping? Uh, all right, I mean, musically-wise, like, musical influence for me early was... Like, Michael Jackson, honestly, was, like, one of my most idolized uh, musicians in the game. Like, I rock with him. <laughs> but after, um, after MJ, I probably had to say, like, just hearing stuff like my dad would play, like, Public Enemy around the house or Prince, um, Shaka Khan, all kinds of oldies okay. that I was able to, like, appreciate. And that was able, I feel like, to cultivate my musicianship. Um... Like, when I was real young, I started out with piano lessons with, like, this Russian lady. Like, she was really getting my hands, you know, getting them where they needed to be with the keys. I don't really, I ain't really practice it like I need to. So <laughs> her name was Miss Olinka. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's Russian for you. She like she beat your ass. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Play middle C. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, so, so, so that plus, um... You know, playing instruments like the cello and saxophone coming up. Like, I just always had a love for music. And then rapping, like, my first favorite rapper was T.I. But, um, the King. Was, Are we always, good? Always. But I was rapping in, uh, like, elementary brother. school and stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, elementary school, middle school, just writing raps. But I never really... Just trying uh, to be the next little Romeo. <laughs> Low key. Like, I was like, yo, he on. I had his albums. I'm like, yo, he could be on. I could be on. Whoa, no, boo. I had, I had the first Game Time album. I'm like, hey, it's just, it was the first one. It was the first one. What is going on? I mean, yeah, my first one. rap album, Bow Wow album, so it's all first good. Love, Bow Wow album is hard. I still play some of his first album right now. No, that joint, that joint was hard. But, uh, so yeah, I was in a... But what made me start writing was... um. 
I was in art class one day, and this one kid, he had a rhyme book. And I was like, yo, what's that? He was like, oh, yeah, I write raps. And, like, it never dawned on me to, like, write raps down. I was like, yo, I'll be rapping, but I don't ever write this stuff. I'm about to write it. And I just started writing them joints. And then, yeah, we, what's this, like, 20, 18 years later. And we doing stuff like we doing right now. 18, man. Dig that. So, for people who don't know, when I met you, uh, 2012, 2013, um, we met at A and T. So shout out A and T, man. And um, Aggie Pride, Aggie Pride. I'm not gonna do the full chat. Like when the Gho episode is, it's all full throttle for sure. But um, when we met, when we met, you you were an engineer. So how did you balance, you know, rapping? And you didn't pick like. A easier major, quote unquote. You were engineered it, which is the bread and but- bread and butter of our school. So how do you balance rap with being an engineer? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, I'm being so serious. I'm being like, so yo, serious. How you ba- balance your work life and your love life? He's like, man, I ain't got no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Um, but no, for real, for real, like engineering was rough. And then like in the beginning, like I ain't never tell nobody this. Like I came to uh AT with a stack of mixtapes. Like, I mean like a hundred of mixtapes. I was about to hand them joints out and everything. I played it for a couple people. Everybody said I played it for us said that joint was dope. I ain't never do that shit. Like they just sat in my drawer. <laughs> I ain't never put them shits out. I think I might have been a little timid. I was like, man. This nigga I'm lazy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you're the only timid nigga that's like, yo, play, yo, you like my shit? And nigga's like, yo, that shit fire. He's like, I ain't going to sell it to you. <laughs> like, nigga. <laughs> so I didn't put that out, but um, I was focusing on school and stuff a lot. But I was still making some other stuff like uh, Ride With Me, uh, Jungle. Oh, we going to get to that. We, we um, definitely going to get to them songs. <laughs> a couple other them joints. I did, uh, you know, did two shows on campus. One for a talent show. One was the block party. So I definitely did. I'll definitely say I did more performances than I actually put out songs. But um, I think how was your block party performance? Man, that was eh. Because most people I've seen up there that got on there, like on the block party stage, be like, it never looked as as what I think it's gonna look like. So the first one I did, I did street. The second time I did it. Yo, that was janky. And I, like, I learned stuff for myself. Like, I was uh, procrastinating and this, that, and the other, getting ready for the show. And mm. I put, I used a song that, like, I liked, but probably wasn't as polished as it needed to be. I didn't know all the lyrics. Like, I forgot that stuff. Like, and I got on stage. That was the first time I think I've been booed. Like, them mugs, I just seen people in the crowd was, like, looking like, nah, yo. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, this, this ain't it. I mean, yeah. see, you ain't the only one. That's just every time I see the black part, it's like Showtime at the Apollo. Like some students will get up there doing something, and, and like it's like three, two, boo. No, that no facts, but it builds your character though. Yeah, I that's what like, I'm saying. I be looking at niggas like, yo, that y'all hard, man. Like it's like I ain't like that's a grip of like niggas you go to school with every day. No facts. Yeah, it's like, already not easy to go on the stage, and then you go on the stage and, and niggas say, "Yo, that was eh." Exactly. That's y'all. Yeah, that's tough. But at the same time, though, 
I think the only thing that didn't make it as bad as it was was that was also, I think, right after the time when I had the them rap battles and I had Ride With Me Out and I was bumping. So it's like I had enough rapport. So it was like mm, mm-hmm. I really wasn't that good of a performance. But ain't nobody say like, oh, you suck or you can't rap type shit. Exactly. Right. So that was straight. But I definitely think it was needed. Like I said, everybody got mm-hmm. to do that. Like when I hear exactly. about one... When uh, Big Sean, this shit crazy to me. Big Sean said he did a show one time and he was coming up and he handed out like 300-something CDs or mixtapes. And he said after the end of the night, he literally like counted them up. Like every CD he handed out was on the floor in the trash. Like not one made it out the building. I was like, damn, yo, I know that shit got hurt. But I'm like, if that didn't happen, you know? I just performed at our school once and got hit with CDs. No, that was what? our rival school. But when Mims performed, I ain't never been so bad in my life, dog. Yo, what a Mims? Yo, let me break wow, down. This is, music bro. is my savior? Oh, Yo, man. Let me tell you what happened, right? It's 10th grade. We we had assembly. And uh, <laughs> this is why I'm Angie and just quick to in our school, right? So oh, yeah, yo, it was like, yo, man, we play this dude on our station every day. I'm thinking big. I'm like, yo, this either Wayne, Ti, like, holy, right. like this Jeezy something, you know? What every I'm day, I'm Mari, I'm front row. Rob, like in the middle, I'm front row. So I'm like, yo, <laughs> if he come down, I'm gonna meet him or whatever. <laughs> That he was gassed. Gas. He was gassed. You know, I'm not going to wash my hands for three days. Chill, I, I wish chill. I could have seen the disappointment on your face. <laughs> <laughs> that, this what the nigga said? This is what I'm hot. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> I was so mad. It was I'm hot because I'm fly. Girl. You ain't because you not. The girl's going crazy. And I was like, for well, Mims. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. When that when that song did come out though, that joint did do numbers. No, but <laughs> but Jamar, it wasn't even. Who was the jump first year. Man, it was, that shit was. It was the year after that came out. So yeah, it was, like it wasn't even a hot summer. It was like the summer after. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild. Yeah. The, the coolest people to come to my school. I was in middle school, and this is actually crazy. I wish I still had the demo CD because this probably would be worth kind of mad bread right now. Before the Jonas Brothers was on, like Nick Jonas and all that, they came to my school and played for us in the cafeteria during lunchtime. Like on some what? like, yo, we need a gig type shit. And they handed out the demo CDs and I had the very first like one of the demo cuts of the Jonas Brothers. Like I had that shit. Yeah, I that's don't know. hard. Don't know where it is, bro. I had the very first cut of like their first project they put out. You could yeah, probably blackmail them with that. <laughs> That's probably like, I, 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 I leak this shit, yo. I leak it. <laughs> I need that feature, yo. So I don't, I don't even know where it is, yo. I've tried looking for it. Like I think it got thrown away. Like this was back in middle school. Like I was in the sixth grade. Like we and it was rocking, yo. But that's what's crazy. Like in the sixth grade, like I was like I liked all music, but I definitely like rapping R and B the most. But I ain't mind some rock as long as it was no screamo heavy metal stuff. But then right, they came right. on the stage, and I'm like, man, who the heck is this? And they just started playing. And you know when I mean when when shit is good or when it's hot, like it don't it's even ma- yeah, it don't even matter the genre like except heavy metal. And yeah, I don't, I don't mess with heavy metal. Yeah, like, fuck that. Like shit, like but, um, I, I knew it was hard. Like, I remember when it's hot, it's hot. Twain, yo, like yeah, that shit hard. Like yeah, no facts. Shit, party in the USA, that shit hard. No, that is that is, a, that is a banger, and nothing yeah, was the same. 
I'm glad you went back to the bring that up. You always bring that up. So speaking of stuff that, that kind of changed everything, I'm gonna tell you from my point of view, and I wanna give you your I wanna get your point of view. I remember talking to uh, Mel, so shout out the collective I'm in currently, you know, Major Motives. And I was like, man, we need to get all the talent on AT campus and do a rap cypher, like like on some BET Hip Hop Awards, you know. And here's the thing, I was telling uh, Rob this the other day, he didn't believe me. You weren't even supposed to be in the cypher. <laughs> you was there to support Troy. You and Rock was there to support Troy and we were supposed to get like uh, winner circle dudes in there, but they backed out. And then y'all was like, "Yeah, we rap too." I was like, "All right, we just gonna throw y'all in there." <laughs> and y'all ended up giving two of the best verses. That still got one of the most plays on our YouTube channel to this day. And that kind of propelled you guys. <laughs> so tell, take me back in your mind what that meant. <clears throat> Yo, you there, bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I, mean, I don't know what happened. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, when we pulled up there and that happened, I was like, uh, I mean, I treat rap like hoop. So it's like somebody say, you try, you try to rap. I'm like, what's up? But I definitely was a little nervous because I'm like, yo, we about to, I don't even know the beat. Like, <laughs> I don't even know we about to be rapping to yo. These mugs wrote their stuff. I'm about to come up here and be like, all right, let me try to kick a freestyle. But I found something that went to the beat when I heard everybody else going and stuff. But um, luckily, me and Jeremy had some stuff that we had off the off the top that we remembered. Because you can't pull your phone out and something like that. But uh, it was definitely cool. I had, That was like my first encounter with Major Motives. And then I uh, saw that was the first one that y'all was doing, like the first uh, cypher. And I thought it was cool because I was like, man, I'm new at school, this, that, and the other. I'm trying to get my rap name out here on campus. Like, what better opportunity did I walk into than to rap on camera? And I didn't know if it would, like, blow up like that. I just wanted to get some exposure. So I was like, shoot, if I can do it, I can do it. So that verse is cool, but I, I definitely I definitely look back on, like, my old music and, like, I don't ever think I was bad, like, at all. I don't think I was bad. But I can definitely see, like, like fruits were starting to sprout back then to who I am now as a musician that wasn't quite then there yet. Needed more polish and practice, life and all that kind of stuff. Um, creativity, more knowledge on how to uh, produce, mix, master, things like that. But for one of my earliest... Uh, in fact, no, nah, not even one of my earliest. I think that is the very first time I rapped on camera is on YouTube. Thing that joint was dope, bro. That was hard. I appreciate y'all for letting me just slide in. Yeah, man, it worked. Cause because that video went well, I end up being the freaking sway of campus. Young is like, yo, man, when you doing another cipher video? I'm like, supposed to be a one and done thing. Yeah, I remember it, he, um, I remember he sent me some of them things, and I was like. I was going to come down there because I was like, yeah, I'm going to come down there and I'm going to get one of them things. You know, of course, he's going to stop as soon as I get down there, finally. Disrespectful <laughs> to the game. But, like, I was like, yo, I can, I can rap better than most of these niggas just, like, freestyling. And then I remember seeing you do some, one of them joints where you was, like, counting on your hands. And I was like... Oh, that's that that's the parking garage, right? yo. Yeah, yo, I was like, that, oh, Yo, nah, if he nah. would have finished he, that... He a little nothing. He, he, a little, he, he a little crazy. 
Nah, bro. That I don't think you was, understand. That joint was tough, yo. That was cr- when I tell you, you know, because people don't realize when you're doing these ciphers, it's it's usually not one take. And the momentum you was going with the with the flow and the lyrics, you had the whole garage like, yo, this dude is on. And then I think you messed up, and everyone was like, oh, <laughs> like. But nah, it was it was it was definitely a crazy time, man. So. No, that Rob, was we, lit we gotta too. ask that him was this. Lit. We we gotta <laughs> ask. Are you you want this question? Or want me to go off? We ain't about to talk about nothing. Uh, this disrespectful nature, it's not, man. It's a moment in his <laughs> rap career. This <laughs> was it was October 11th. What was this? 2014. 11th, 2014, bro. I already, I already know where this is going. And I'm, I'm out here going. chilling. My man, my man's hit me. You know what I'm saying? I'm new. I'm a new. I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team squad. You know what I'm saying? So my man's like, yeah, we go. I'm a battle this nigga. I said, oh, what? All right. We down there like 20 deep, my nigga. <laughs> Fam, I ain't never seen nothing like that. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I want to tell Mari this. I don't think you know this. Like, after that battle, we rewatched the battle because someone was recording it. And then, honest to God, I can't remember what we did the rest of that night. Like, we was like, yo, we got to get drunk. And it was our boy's birthday. It was our boy TK's birthday. Like, for me, and every, I've, I've watched the battle. It's been in probably a couple years since I last seen it. But I feel like that battle, more than anything else, kind of puts you in a different light amongst no, like, that, the musical that scene did. and whatnot. So take me through you know, that. I was walking around campus. Yeah, I was walking around campus, and people was like, I'm at the food truck. They're like, Jamar, what's up, y'all? I'm like, you know, back home, like, I'm like, yo, if I don't know you, I ain't for the damn you up. I had to get out of that when I got to so. Yeah, man, they, Jamar, they up, weird yo? down here. And I was like, uh, what's good, yo? Like, dad, them up? Yeah, yo, yo, you did your thing in that battle, bro. Keep it up. I was like, bet. I walk into my dorm, the, the RA recognized me. She was like, are you the guy from the battle? People were saying stuff for a while. So that definitely did get some buzz. But um, what you want me to walk you through, like, like how it all happened? Like, what you want? What you want? What you, what, what you, what you want to hear, Rob? <laughs> yeah, because, like, because you know me, I'm I'm just new to the joint. So when he says he's going down, I was going down. I don't know the up, you know, why it's happening. I'm just like, oh, this nigga wants smoke. Then we smoke. All right, smoke that nigga. It ain't go that way. So <laughs> how'd it happen? Well, I'll say for the record, I don't have no issue with with my man now. Like, it's cool. It's going to be good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, like, <laughs> as Rock said, I mean, I said Rock, as Dab said before, me, um, Troy, and Rock was all cool. Like, we was all rapping and this, that, and the other. So I told you, I think rap is like hoops. Like, I just do. So he probably tweet and was like, yo, I got the best mixtape on campus. And he's like, if you feel differently, listen to it. Or battle me, and I slid at him. I'm like, I see that as a as, as a as a threat. I, mm. I feel this. I feel like I've been challenged because I feel like I'm that man. So I'm like, okay, you th- you just you ain't say you was nice. You ain't say you was ill. You said you was the best, and then dared mm. anybody to try you. You was on some that's some some six nine test my gangster. So I was like, all right, what's up? So I was like, like we can we can do it then. So. Didn't happen for the longest. I don't know why. I guess stuff was just like, just needed to happen, logistics-wise, I guess. But then uh, finally it happened. 
And uh, I was like, all right, what's up? Then it was just, and y'all know me, I'll, <clears throat> I don't really talk smack if like before I'm about to go do something. Like I'm going to talk smack during it, and I'm going to just let what I'm doing do this, the smack talking for me. But I ain't about to run my mouth too much before we do it. Like, yeah, I'm about to F you up. We, we about, I ain't about to do all that whoopie woo stuff. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's hitting me up. <clears throat> And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm undefeated. You sure you want to do this, this, that, and the other? <laughs> he hit Brian up. He was like, yo, you sure your man's want to do this? I'm about to put him in a casket type shit. And I'm I'm really like, I be a hothead, bro. So I really feel like, yo, this motherfucker, like, we ain't even battled yet. And you really sitting here like I'm undefeated? All right, I'm about to fry your shit. I'm really about to violate your shit. Um... Cause I watch battle rap. I don't know how that shit go. And I never battle, mm-hmm. but I was like, well shit, let me take some notes. So I started watching, taking more notes. Like before I would watch for entertainment, this time I was watching like for knowledge, for cadence, how to get the crowd engaged. Like I was, I literally be studying that jump. So, um, so yeah, then uh, Prodigy, he came up to me. And he was like, uh, at the time, he was like, yeah, man, he, he told me some information. And I was like, all right, I'm throwing that in there, too. Like, I'm, lo- I'm unloading the whole clip, like, right now. Nigga, he was talking smack. Nigga dropped care. the 6 9 on him? Damn. I was like, I don't care. Nah, I ain't. <laughs> I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it. But, um, <laughs> but um, so, don't yeah. Don't incriminate then we yourself. To, then we went out to the battle. And um and in all honesty, in all honesty, I went so hard too because I feel like like Confucius talks about in the art of war, like you don't ever underestimate your opponent. You never underestimate your opponent. You prepare for every proponent opponent as if they could beat you. Mike Tyson talks about before he got into the ring, he was afraid every time he went into the ring, what if this person beats me? I cannot let I cannot let nobody beat me. Or I cannot lose. I treat every opponent like the opponent before. Like, I'm not going to treat you any less than him. I'm going to practice just as hard. So that's how I felt. And I was like, he talking about he 3-0, and and maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know none of this stuff. I ain't battled before. So I'm coming <laughs> out with a bazooka because I'm like, I don't know what he got. So I ain't going to come out here with a, with a 22. I'm about to come out here with the RPG. <laughs> came outside and then he told me go first so I was like bet if I'm going first I don't know what he about to say he acting like he got cannons and stuff in the in the back seat so I was like we just gonna <laughs> have to slap him in the face from the jump yo so I went ahead did my thing and went ham and then it was time for him to go in the first round and then that's when I was like Oh, oh, I'm about to eat. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to eat. I get, I get it. That kind of stuff charged me up, yo. Like, if I'm like, if we playing a sport, if we was in a fight or something like that, anything, like anything where I'm your opponent and I see the fear in your eye or I see that you do, like, you starting to feel like, oh, should I have done this? Or I'm on your ass. I'm on your head, yo. I love that shit. I feed off that shit. So I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Then the crowd started getting, no, the crowd was, oh, man. The crowd was disrespectful as shit. Damn. The crowd was disrespectful as shit. But I love that shit. That's battle rap. (laughs) That's battle rap. I love the game. I love the hustle. (laughs) Yeah, just cold, baby, fool. I love that shit, yo. Now, let, let me say this. I, I like knew, the second battle. I knew it had changed. I knew it had changed when you looked at me and was like, i never forget the line. He was like, I'm going to season him like Obey. You know about that, right, Dap? And I was like, no, bring me into this. I didn't deserve <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Man. <laughs> 
we'll putting everything in the description. So when when you listen to this episode, you can always press pause and then go. Was, I think it's somewhere on the internet. I remember the original to, one is like, the second one isn't like uh, they took it down. The regular matter took it down. I have it. Jamar sent it to me, so I can send it to y'all if y'all wanted to put it up for the second one. But I think the second one was like the first one was cool. The second one kind of pissed me off. Like the second one really, the second one really, like the first one was like, all right, I feel like we hooping. So I was like, no, I really feel like we just going to go at it. It's battle rap. Is this that and the other? This is what it is. I know you're going to talk shit, so I'm going to talk shit. The second time, I'm like, no, bro. I actually was like legit mad. I was like, all right, this shit is pissing me the fuck off, yo. This shit is pissing me off. Man. See, I wasn't after the second one, but I remember just seeing on FaceTime and whatnot what happened. After the first one, I remember talking to him, and I'm like, yo, bro, like, you want me to battle him? He's like, yo, no, I'm going to rematch him. I'm like, you sure you want to do that? He's like, (laughs) I'm like, you got to put him through a little boot camp, man, so we can get ready for that part two, man. Bro, y'all gave him, like... I'm not gonna. That's old news. That's old news. I'm not gonna bring up old shit. I I just wanted to bring it up from a standpoint that it helped your career. That's all I'm bringing it up. And it's a moment that we all shared together, for better or for worse. Oh, oh, them bars was crazy. Like them, them Toy Story bars that I used the uh, the ABCs when I named every letter and left the L out. Um, mm-hmm. pulling out the X, like all that, like I ain't, I ain't pull no cards that time, y'all. Too, I was mad. I was like, no, bro. But I felt, I actually really felt disrespected that time. I was like, <laughs> right, I beat you fair and square. Then you gonna tell me how to beat you? Like, yo, my bad. Like, I always, th- man, I don't hear that, yo. Like, it's quiet for that. It's quiet for that. And then that's, I was after the first one. And then that's when Dap, and then Dap Loki instigated. Dap going to hit my phone, <laughs> talking about, yeah, yo, he really said, uh, you suck. And, like, you only won on a flute. And it's because he was freestyling the whole time. He didn't know y'all was going to write. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't want to hear that shit. You don't know no that. battle rapper. You don't know no battle. What battle rapper? I'm going to freestyle the whole battle for 15, 20 minutes. No, bro. It's not how this works. It's not how this works. So I was like, I ain't trying to hear that. I was mad because after you just complimented me after the battle, now I hear you saying shit behind my back. Then I heard you be like, the whole crew was like, oh, yeah, uh, Someone's like like Vams talking about, yeah, yo, said you some ass. He's going, I'm like, all right, bet, yo. I'm like, bet. <laughs> Manny hit me up. Manny was like, yo, dude. And I wasn't going to do it, yo. Manny hit me up. Yo, do the rematch. I'm like, I'm not doing a rematch. Do the rematch. I'm not doing a rematch, yo. Like, why do I have to do a rematch? I won. Like, I don't think <laughs> I ain't tripping over that. I won in a, this decisively. Decisively, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, what yeah, do I have? Clear. I don't got nothing to prove. I was like, but eventually it got to a point where I was like, all right, I feel like I'm getting disrespected, so I'm I'm really about to give you this work, yo. Like, I'm really about to give you this work. I definitely gave that work. So let's fast forward, you know, um, a few years go by, uh, life happens. And it's crazy because, like, you be posting stuff on Instagram, you've been through a lot, yo. Like, even before... In the process of making this, I felt like it, it was God putting you through stuff, whether it was, uh, you know, the car accident, just certain things. I was like, dang, bro, like, one, I pray my man straight because no one should go through, 
you know, do anything. And and then just to kind of hear the music, tell tell us the process even before like making the music. To some of the the uh, pitfalls you may have went through to get. You <laughs> okay, shit. <laughs> start, yo. I'm still in the. I'm still in the hole. But um, shoot, last three years of my life been rough, bro. Almost ain't graduate. Like I barely graduated, not because of my GPA, because of one class. But I made it out. You know how that go? That yeah. one class try to hold you back, but I made it out. Um, was trying to get a job, couldn't find no jobs. I was busting them tables. And then I do get a job, and um, but before I get the job, like I'm dealing with my girl. I'm in fact, in fact, before even that, before even the graduation part. So I'm taking my last two classes at UMBC because I was like, I'm not gonna pay out of state for two credits, uh, for two courses. And um, yeah, that's when uh, me and my ex went through some stuff. We broke up. But like, I got did dirty. But you know, charges to the game is what it is. So that definitely, that definitely fucked me up because we was like together for like three years. So at the time I was like, yo, what the fuck? This some trash shit. Like a nigga go to get his education and go away from you for a couple of months. You can't hold a nigga down. I was like, but at the same time that teaches me like, all right, like everything doesn't always equal enough. Like you can yeah. give somebody everything, but everything don't equal enough for that person. Like it's a two way street. So definitely learned a lot from that. After that, I bought my first car, and literally two months into me owning my first car, while I'm living in South Carolina, I'm headed back to um, hang out with this girl that I met down in South Carolina. She was cool, and I'm um, on my way back, uh, back down. My power steering goes out, and my brakes stop working. So I literally am on the highway. I hit another car. I swerve <laughs> off. I'm trying. To, I don't know if y'all power steering ever went out. If you try to turn a car with no power steering, like, that's almost impossible, yo. You got to use, like, your whole body strength. So I'm sitting here trying to fight it, and I can't. So I'm, like, in a steel box just going at, like, 70 miles per hour. So I cross over into the grass. Then I cross over to the other side of the highway, and there's incoming trucks, 18-wheelers and shit coming at me. I'm like, fuck, yo. I'm about to get killed. Like, this shit about to fuck me up. But the car kept going. Then I hit an interstate sign. Like, hit a ditch and, and some shit ripped on to the top of my car. And I slammed into, like, three trees. I was like, what the fuck, yo? Like, that shit, that shit had me like, what? So now I came to, and I was looking around like, whoa, whoa, shit. All the airbags is deployed. My car is this, this destroyed. This total car is destroyed. I'm like, what the fuck? I get out the car. Well, first thing I didn't know, I couldn't feel my legs. So I was actually afraid that, like, you know, something like that, accident like that. I'm like, yo, please don't tell me my like legs is impaled or some shit. Like I cannot feel them and shit. So right. I was like, all right, yo, we're gonna count the three and just look down. I counted and I looked down, I had them. I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. Then the next thing I started thinking about, I was like, yo, I feel like I smell like gas or some shit, and I ain't about to blow up in this bitch. So I got out the car. You know, you kind of shook up. You hyperventilating. You're adrenaline rushing. I'm like, yo, I was just literally passenger in a steel trap. And that's probably, like, the scariest shit that's happened to me. Like, it's not like, like, if you're in a fight or, like, stuff like that or, like, you you gunpoint or any, you can literally name anything. You could like it's at least a situation where you have choices you can make. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can I can at least have some bearing on how this goes down. When you moving in a car, you're not going to jump out that bitch. Not like at 70 miles per hour with oncoming traffic both ways. You Then you're going to get run over. So that's automatic death. So you just sitting 
and you praying and just I was screaming, yo. I was like, what the fuck? Ah, like you just screaming and shit, like, and just be like, y'all. I, I literally before I like before I hit the trees, I was like, yo, I dodged two cars. I hit a sign. I hit a ditch. How am I still not fucked up? Yeah, ain't nothing come through the windshield yet. So I yeah. literally am watching the car go straight for the trees. I ain't think. I thought that was gonna be it, yo. I was like, well, you know, I lived a good life. I just closed my eyes before I slammed into the trees, yo. And I was like, fuck it. Boom, shit slammed. That's why I came and opened back my eyes up. And I was like, shit was like, when the flashbang hit you in Call of Duty and you trying to like find your focus and shit, that's exactly what that's your ears ringing. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, yo, am I dead type shit? I'm checking my body for holes. I don't know if a tree branch is through me or type shit. So when I saw I was straight, I was good. Like, I, I walked away from that shit. I showed the um the tow truck driver was like, yo, you should have you should have died, Joe. He was like, I've seen cars just like this and not as bad. They're, the people who drove that dead, you should have died. I went to the doctors um from the ambulance. And uh, the nurse saw me first, and I showed the nurse the pictures. And the doctor wasn't going to come in. The doctor was like, the nurse showed me the pictures of the car. I just had to come see you. She was like, let me give you a checkup. And she's going over me. And she's like, I really can't believe I'm saying this. Like, you're fine. Like, you don't, like, to the point, like, you don't even have a single scratch. Like, I need to have a scratch on me. Like, she's like, you don't even have a scratch. Like, I, she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know who looking out for you. But she was like... Yo, I don't even know how to explain that. She was like, you should be dead. And I was like, yeah. She's like, how fast are you going? I was like, like 70, 75. My brakes stopped working. By the way, fuck the police officer that um pulled up on the scene for that shit. That nigga gave me a ticket. Um, what? Yes, yo. That nigga gave me a ticket. He was like, a failure to stop in a timely manner. I said, nigga, are you serious? I was like, are you fucking serious? I was yo, like, yo, I was like, almost died. And the nigga like, you, you fucked up, my nigga. Yo, yo. And I was, he was like, why didn't you press the brakes? I was like, officer, I told you for the third time I did. My brake. You think like, like who in their right mind just going to sit in a car going 70 miles per hour and just going to go, oh, I'm not going to hit the brakes. I'm going to just drive into incoming traffic. Like nobody's going to do that, yo. That's why I'm like, you really think I ain't trying to hit the brakes, yo? Like shut up. Nigga thought he was in Fast and the Furious, bro. Yo, this is, this is. It was some wild shit. Like, like, no joy riding for you, young one. I really wanted to fucking, <laughs> I, I wanted to square up with you, but I was like, no. Nah. I was tight, yo. That really pissed me off. He's like, are you okay? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You're not harmed, are you? No, I'm not harmed. Uh, you need to go to the ambulance. Yeah, I think I'll check him out. Go inside the ambulance, come back out. He's like, all right, you got a tow truck coming? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm glad you okay, man. Well, here's your ticket. Um, I'm like, oh, oh, fuck you. Fuck you, yo. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so then after that, you know, that was, that was some trash. I'm still working at my job. Then I get moved up to North Carolina and I need a new car. So on, uh, New Year's Day, I got my Challenger and I drove that down to North Carolina and I was living in North Carolina. I got my apartment and everything was going cool again. And then stuff start happening with my apartment. Like I'm living there. And then uh, the police get called on my apartment once because of a noise complaint. Somebody was like, somebody's getting beat up down there. Like nobody was getting beat up. Like we was having a, a heated debate. Like you know how Negroes be, yo. Like when you start having debates, like voices start getting a little raised and the white people upstairs didn't know how to react. So the police got called on that. Then I had another time. 
uh, I was minding my own business, you know, doing some things. And, um, yeah, they were out here knocking my door. I just came back from church, yo. I just came back from church. I'm playing the new mm. Kingdom Hearts. Shit just dropped. I'm here knocking my door. It's Sunday. We were supposed to watch the football game, me and some homies. So I'm like, hey, everybody here early. It's like 12 o'clock. I open the door. I even look out the peephole. I open the door. Yo, it's the police. This is a different thing about the other thing. And he was like, hey, sir, how you doing today? I was like, uh, good. And it's one officer. And I, something told me to look around the corner. It's two more officers hiding around the corner up on the wall. I'm like, Damn. I just came back from church, yo. I still got my church clothes on. My Bible is on the table. Like, what is about to happen? And he was like, yeah, uh... The, the uh, what do you call it? The leasing office manager. The leasing manager called us. Uh, she told us she wants us to search her apartment. I'm like, what the fuck? So motherfuckers come in my shit. They ain't find nothing. Um, they found a little roach, but they wasn't tripping off that shit. They was like, um, you know, they was like, hey, we don't care. They was like, we just had to come out here. Because we got calls, so we had to. They say, we're not tripping. And then they tried to talk. I mean, they was cool peoples. But I'm like, yo, y'all just came in my house and shit. Like, don't try to talk to me after that. So then he looked mm-hmm. at my TV and he was like, well, oh, that's that new Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, how's that joint is, yo? Like, is it, is it fun? Is it tough? I was like, oh, what y'all know about video games? They're like, oh, yeah, just because we cops. We play games too, bro. And I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of my kitchen, yo. Like, y'all just walk in here and search my <laughs> shit. And now y'all want to talk about the video games on my television? I'm like, they be doing me grimy, yo. I be like, I don't want to talk to you. Yo. Why the cops be so friendly to you and then be assholes at the same time? Yo, yo, I, and there's another, there's a third story coming up that's the same shit, yo. So, yeah. Um, so then I'm at work. I'm having my job. My job, I felt like it was trash. I felt like I wasn't treated uh, fairly. Felt like it was a little racism there. And I actually didn't let nobody know this. Like, my job let me go. <clears throat> so my job let me go on my birthday. I was like, yo, that's kind of trash. Um, so then... Because of that, I was kind of fucked up. I was supposed to go out with my girl. I get real fucked up and drink too much. I stand my girl up. I end up getting like, you know, and when you going through stuff, you bottling it up. I hadn't drank in a while. So I was drinking to probably hot, like to, uh, you know, escape some type shit. But that don't really hide your issues. So apparently when I was drunk. I was outside yelling. I was mad. I was very square up type shit. Um, so my man Will was like, yo, I'm gonna just take him home, let him go to sleep. I woke up at like eight in the morning, like, yo, what time is it? He's like, it's eight. I'm like, the next day? He's like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, yo. I go back Mm. to my crib. My girl had left me like a letter and like a, and a cake and all this stuff outside my door and some balloons. And then she was like, I waited outside for you till like five in the morning. Like, I waited at the restaurant for, like, three hours. I drove around Greensboro. I thought something happened to you. I called the police. Like, she was like, and then I slept in my car in your parking lot, hoping you would come home, and you never came home. And I was like, yo, that shit fucked me. That shit hurt me. I was like, yeah. yo, like, I felt like some shit. I was like, damn, yo. Like, and it's not like that was ever my intention at all. I had intentions to go out with my girl. And then we was going, everybody was going to go to Fat Tuesdays and have a good time. Um, I even had some people that I texted. I looked at my phone the next morning. They had hit me up like, yo, where you at? We had Fat Tuesdays type shit. So that was a clusterfuck. Mm. Um, so I had to handle that shit. And then it was around that time where I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to just, I feel like I'm at a point right now where God is like, all right, 
you've been trying to do music, but you've been dragging your feet and you haven't fully jumped into it. And I felt like like the job uh, letting me go was a blessing because um, that was kind of what was keeping me back. And now God removed that from me. He's like, now you don't have that job. So what you going to do? You can go find another job. You got the free will to do that. Or you can do what you destined, or I feel like I'm supposed to be doing my life. So I was like, uh, I'm gonna come home and go to audio engineering school. So that's why I'm here now. Um, while I was down there, I get that, um, before I even came home, before I got let go, I was driving, got the DUI charge. That's what haunted house is about. Um, mm. I got a, I ain't gonna talk about the other shit because I ain't finna incriminate myself. But yeah, as um, you shouldn't. Don't do that. <laughs> I ain't about incriminating myself. But this Glad TV. There's some, no. some other shit. There's some other shit. But um, but yeah, and I came up here. You know, everything cool. I finally feel like I'm getting some shit on track. And then I'm coming home from school one day. And uh, my tire literally blows up on the middle of the highway. Yo, seeing like, that, um, that stuff was crazy. Yo, just not like I didn't have air in it. It wasn't too much air. It was the exact, like, all my tires was at 40 PSI. So I'm like, what the fuck? But literally, and my car just started violently shaking while I'm driving, while I'm going straight. And I'm like, yo, you know, like when you get off the road and like them, them little brrrr, before you mm-hmm. get into the grass, I'm like, am I on them joints, them little divots? Now I'm yeah. looking around. I'm like, no, I'm in the middle lane. Like, what the hell is going on? So I was like, maybe I'm running. Like, maybe the road is just real gravelly right here. Like, right. um, then it kept happening. And I was like, all right, I got to pull over. Bro, I pull over, my entire tire is shredded. So me and my dad had to fix my car tire right then and there. Uh, I had a donut in the back, so I got that handled. And then um, not too long after that, I'm coming home, um, home from school again, and a dude hits me running a red light and totaled my car. So now I need a new car. Um, I don't have one of them right now. And uh, the police came out to the scene. Um, the dude ran a red light and smacked my shit. Um, but I didn't have a witness. And some dude was his witness that... I think wasn't even in the position to even see what happened. And a police officer came up to me and he was like, I told him my statement and everything. And he was like, yeah, well, the guy said it was yellow that was driving. I'm like, of course he going to say that. And then uh, he was like, he also has a witness too. So it's two against one. So I'm going to have to say it's your fault. I'm like, what kind of bullshit police work is that? I was like, yo, I was like, I know I'm right. I was like, there's traffic cameras right here. There's a gas station camera right there. And I see the camera right there on the fire station that's literally across the street from where it happened. We can pull up cameras. I know for a fact the light was red. He's like, "Uh, um, that's out of my jurisdiction. I don't do that. He's like, the insurance company won't handle that. So then this tow truck is towing my shit, and he's sitting there talking to me, going with my paperwork. And this motherfucker wants to start talking to me about shoes and shit. He's like, yeah, so you like shoes? Yeah, I bought those. Do you see them new Travis Scott ones, bro? I'm about to dip that and the other. And I'm sitting there like, yo, like, why the fuck are you talking to me about this shit? Yo, my car is towed. This motherfucker just lied, and he getting away with this shit. And you want to talk to me about some? I obviously can't afford to buy no fucking Travis Scott ones because I just got a total car, nigga. I got to fix that shit. So now you want to talk to me about some fucking fucking luxury shoes that I can't afford at the moment? Like, shut the fuck up. Yo, your like, policing kind of sound like Seinfeld or something. Like, it's like, I don't want to fucking hear this shit, yo. I'm like, this shit is pissing me the fuck off. So then, um... 
right before we all about to leave, this Asian lady pull up. She fuming, hop out the Range Rover. She's like, are you the police officer presiding over this accident? Um, He was like, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to make a witness statement. I couldn't before because I had my niece and I had to drop her off. But I was hoping you guys would be back here when I came back. She didn't even know I was the other guy. And she ended up corroborating my story. She was like, no, the light was red. That guy was driving like a madman, and he almost hit me. And the officer was like, for real? She was like, yeah. He was like, you're sure the light was red? She was like, the light was red for several seconds. She was like, he was driving crazy, speeds through it, and hits this black car. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, man. Like, you don't know how much you just, like, helped me out. So then after hearing all that, the police went back, and he was like, all right, so now it's two versus two. So I'm going to just say it's both y'all faults and let the insurance company handle this. I'm like, this is the most shoddy police work I've ever seen in my life. Like, this shit is bullshit. <laughs> like, how did you get your badge? But, um, <clears throat> so went across from that. Before that even happened, I went down to North Carolina to go see my girl. And, um, I didn't realize I was speeding. I was having a heated music debate. And then I got road hypnotized and I'm focused on the debate. Turned out a cop was following me for a quarter mile. I was like, oh shit. Motherfucker pulled me over. He was like, you know how fast you were going? I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna be real, officer. You didn't even see me following behind you? I was like, no, nah, like, I'm gonna be real. Like, I ain't see you, officer, this, that, and the other. So, um, he was a little speeding um, ticket, but he didn't give me one. He gave me a warning. Because uh, I was cooperative and I wasn't combative and all that. Um, I had two women with me, so my girl and her friend. So I'm sure that kind of probably eased it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that mug called for backup. And he called a canine unit. Then they had me get out the car. Then they had me stand on the side while they had the canine come up and sniff my shit. Then he went in my car, was searching all through my shit. I was like, bro, what the fuck, bro? Hey, what the fuck? So... That's all just shit that's been happening. I mean, some cool shit, like, I ran into Rick Ross in Cincinnati. Like, that was No, cool. we, we gonna talk about the rappers you ran into. I just yeah, wanted to, you know... That's what was cool, but that's... that's I definitely had some, like... I had some lows, bro. That ain't even, like... There's more, but, like... Yeah, I done had so, some lows. So, with you saying all of that, right, we gonna spin into a positive. The first song yeah. that... <laughs> let's say captured our attention where it was like yo he really dropping some dope music was um you know god bless nipsey hustle when you released your marathon inspired 26-2 record and yeah yeah me, that's, that's my jam and for me i was like yo this is dope like this like the first song i feel because i'm gonna be honest when that when that you know when that tragedy happened i wasn't listening to anything but nip so like the first song outside of him that I was listening to was that song. It gave me a sense of That's hope tough. and it's like, all right, we gonna move forward. So with all you've been through and with that untimely demise of, of Nipsey, how were you able to channel that and make a positive spin on it? I was fucked up. Um first Mac Miller, like Mac Miller and Nipsey were two rappers that I like if you know me. Like, I, I really idolized them, too. Like, I remember when I was in high school, like, I missed going to, like, I had the SATs, like, the next morning. I said, fuck it, I'm going to go see Mac. Like, um, that was just my guy. Like, I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be able to do songs with them. So to lose Mac, that hurt. And then right after Mac, well, not too long after Mac, but, um, well, yeah, a little bit. But uh, you hear about Extentation getting shot in Florida. 
And I was a fan of his music. I fucked with Joe. So that kind of fucked me up. I was like, yo, what the fuck? But they ain't hit me like Nipsey hit me. But I still was like, damn, yo, like that that's that's fucked up. Like I know he wasn't the most decent human being, but he was trying to better himself. Like I feel right. like everybody gets a chance of redemption. Um and then the nip shit, that's what really fucked me up. Cause it was like it was out of nowhere. Like X was out of nowhere too, and so was Mac. All of them were out of nowhere. Um, but Nip was really out of nowhere and it fucked me up because it was like, bro, I literally like me and my mans had been who uh he rolling the 60s too. Me and my mans was just watching um we was just watching all of that shit. Uh and just 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 chilling, just watching his, his interviews. We would always watch his music videos, all that stuff. Um so it really hit both of us. It hit me. Cause like, I was a huge Nipsey fan. He was a huge Nipsey fan, you know, being from the same set and this, that, and the other, like, yeah. you know, you look up to your OG kind of like that. But, um, <laughs> shit, that was, that was rough. Like I ain't cry, but I wanted to, like, I just couldn't, like, ain't nothing happened. Nah, He's, I feel like, you. That, I definitely, that definitely feel you on that. Like y'all, y'all shot this man execution style in the head outside his store in his neighborhood. I was like, that was the most foul shit I've ever seen in my life, yo. Like in front of kids and shit. Like I was like, that's the most foul shit I've ever seen. This man got it. This man's a father of some of, of two, and uh, he has a wife, bro. I'm like, he out here enacting social change, and that's why I said in the song, um, niggas hate when you preaching about ownership. Like and and like I don't get that shit. Like like how can you be mad at a nigga? who teaching you, like, how to get your own, yo. Like, I'm literally showing y'all. And it's crazy because Nipsey Hussle was so, and not to be cliche, but he was so prolific that unless you really follow rap, you don't know who Nipsey is until Victory Lap came out. So all these people are like, oh, Nipsey Hussle. And you kind of know him because you know Lauren London. But if we being real, like, even Lauren London, like, she know, like, a lot of Lauren London's celebrityness to me is remembered from like ATL and a couple other things, but Lauren London hadn't been doing too many big profile things around that time. So it was like, yeah. you got Lauren London and Nipsey and Victory Lap drops, Puma's backing him. Every rapper in the game knows Nip and they respect him. So now people had no choice but to listen. And I think it should have been rap album of the year, but it joins cracked. Um, and yeah, like, so for me, it was like, man, like, I really am, am watching, like, one of my idols who actually be preaching about, like, like real shit, how to enact social change, how to, how to really better your community, like, for real, for real. Like, I don't know. That shit fucked me up. So I was, like, immediately I had to write something. I was, like, because for me, music is my outlet. So I was, like, I got to get something off my chest. And uh, just just write, just write what literally becomes the mind. I was drinking, so I started off. I was like, "Fuck it, got this Jameson and this Coke. I'm finna pull bottles." I'm like, "Lord, please don't take no more of my role models." So I'm like, "What the? F- that's some that's some fuck shit." And I know it's not like I'm a religious person, but um, God lets you if y'all believe in God, but a God lets you have Absolutely. free will. So I believe in that. Like sometimes people be like, "Why does God let stuff happen?" And be like, "Cause y'all got to answer for what y'all do when y'all see him." He used to come down and, and, and judge all of all of us. Had the flood turn, uh, came to Babylon, all that stuff, the Tower of Babel. But then it got to a point of free will. He was like, you know what? I'm going to let my son die for y'all sins. Y'all do what y'all want. Y'all going to have to answer for it later, though. So for me, it was that, that's definitely one of the moments where 
Like, I just told y'all that, so I definitely understand it. But that's one of the moments where you be like, man, God, but why you let him go, though? Like, there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of, like, serial killers and rapists and shit like that. Just, yeah. like, really fucked up people. Why he have to go? Like, why somebody who was really trying to enact change, he was about to do Dr. CB. Like, like, why he have to go? So, well, I said CB, Sebi. Sorry for mispronouncing that. But, um... Yeah, so 26-2, I made the video to go with it, and um, I wasn't even going to finish the whole video up. That was just a little little snippet thing, and Brian was like, no, nah, you should make the whole thing. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And that shit actually like got hella buzz like all over like Instagram. Um, got some, a little bit of bump over in L.A. I was like, that's tough. And um, I really think that's definitely the joint that springboarded my shit. Like, a lot of people, that was the first song I put out in a long time. Yeah. Um, and at first, I wasn't going to put it out. Um, I told Brian, I was like, I'm really not trying to capitalize off Nipsey's death. Like, this is somebody who really meant a lot to me. I want to pay homage to him. But I don't want to put this out and then somebody be like, oh, you just trying... And he was like, no, nah, yo, like, when you listen to the lyrics, it don't even sound like you're coming like that. Like, this shit sound like this is really coming from your heart. Um, and I was like, all right, bet. So I put that out. And, yeah, everybody felt it. it people was telling me, like, yo, I could feel, like, the, the pain when you was rapping that shit. Like, uh, I was like, no, nah, yo, that's, like, I listen, like, I, I don't think y'all really know, like, how much Nip, like, meant to me. Like, I listen to this man, like, so much. Like, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, when I'm down, I'll be caught, like, like, how people talk about, like, there's a Jay-Z lyric for, like, everything in life. I feel like that about Nipsey Hussle. Like, I be quoting Nipsey lyrics, like, all the time. Especially what I've been going through right now. Like, he got on his song, um, I Don't Stress Out. He say, plenty times I felt like it's the end now, nigga. But I catch my second breath around the 10th round, nigga. And I be like, yo, all right, you know what? You right, yo. I be feeling like in the past three years, I done been down bad. But it's like, let me catch this second win, yo. Round 10. Like, I've been getting knocked down for 10 rounds, but it's round 10. And I got to preach, uh, since I said that, and I'm just talking about the Grammys, I got to appreciate Cardi's joint when uh, the first track, I fuck with oh, that. Oh, yeah, get up. Uh, yeah, I've been, knocked, I've been knocked down nine times, but I get up 10. That shit's hard. Like, and I really I really believe in that kind of that kind of energy. So, But yeah, 26-2 is definitely something from the heart. And I'm actually proud that that was able to be the first thing that I put out um, in a long time. So, nah, that, nah, that joint's tough, man. Like, I told, I told Dap, I was like, yo, like a week after Nip died, my niece died. And oh, damn. I was like, man, that song really, you know, got me through all that shit. I was like, that shit's hard, man. I and appreciate I thought, that, man. I thought it was like a freestyle at first, and I was like, yo, so I was telling Jamal, I was like, because I'm like, I'm an old school skeptic, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I hear mm-hmm. something dope, I'm like, nah, you, because, you know, as soon as you start giving things props, you find out, oh, this is just a freestyle, or this is like a remake of something else. So I'm talking to that, and he's like, yeah, um, nah, he made the beat and everything. I was like, oh, that shit's hard. Okay, so, so that's like, it. That was actually, I, I, I didn't even touch on that. Like, that was the first time I've released music and I've rapped on the beat. Like, up until that point, I've been trying to make beats like that year, well, the year prior to that, because that happened in April 2019. So in 2018, I just started making beats uh, when Jiho started in October 2018. So I remember right, right. it had only been like five months 
and I started to get better, but I was like, man, something happened when I was making that beat for Nip, and it just clicked. And honestly, I think ever since that beat, I've been getting better and better with my beats. But yeah, that was that was lit to be able to say that was my first single where um, the beat was me, the engineering was me, and even the engineering on that now in retrospect, like if you listen to Water Sports versus 26-2, like you can hear even my engineering skills have gotten better. Um, so that's out and it is what it is, but I think there's some genuineness to be able to say that you can hear the quality of the music increase as you go from there to the project. But yeah, bro, I'm glad I was able to help you get through that tough moment. That's why I wanted for the, uh, the hook really like for real. Like I was like, I want this to be some inspiring shit. Like, like clear view 26 two. like life is a marathon and you got to run those miles and there's going to be adversity. There's going to be ups and downs. And when you do make it out, like, don't, don't be stingy. Don't, don't hold the, the code for yourself. Really teach one, each one, teach one and hand the ladder back to help people better themselves and get out of their circumstances. That's what this life thing is about, man. Just reaching back and being able to inspire others. Nip said the, the biggest act you could do to, to help another is inspire them. Inspire. Like, to inspire yeah. others, bro. And, that, and inspiration is powerful. Inspiration is the reason we have so many inventions that we have today, some of the companies, shoot, some of the famous people that were inspired by somebody else or inspired by a cause, inspired by a need or, or a, a lack of a, a resource or something that somebody saw. So that's why I said in the beginning, like of the song, you, you inspired me. So I want you to know, Nip, you looking down on us, this, that, and the other. Talked about you under inspired change, you inspired me, yo. So I appreciate you. That's real, real. Yeah, so you, you touched on it with the whole producing. What made you produce this whole EP? Like, it's one thing to say I dropped the EP, you know, I rapped on it, but it's very rare to hear, especially people that we have access to write, produce, engineer, distribute. Yeah. Like, you get your big crit on, and you kind of looking like big crit. So, yo, like, yo, stop. Weird. stop. <laughs> yo, yeah, he ain't the first person to say that, so I ain't like, but, um, like, I y'all growing really, the beard and everything. I was like, about to say, right. I, I really think it's only because I'm growing my hair and my beard out, <laughs> yep. and, and I'm dark-skinned, so Yeah. And when you look at me and big crit's facial features, we look nothing alike, but it's nothing like, but you, it's the <laughs> same aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> My girl was scrolling through Instagram one day. And Big Crick came through. She screenshotted it, sent it to me. She's like, baby, I thought this was you. I was like, stop playing with me, yo. She was about like, to start leaving, like, <laughs> mad, like, emojis and shit. She was about to be like, girl, what is you doing? Yeah, yeah, why you thirsting at a Big Crick? Right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, as far as the producing goes, like, honestly, what made me want, what, what made me want to start producing, period, because I was like, I got the apartment when I was in North Carolina. I finally, like, uh, when I was down there, I was able to buy my monitors and, like, a lot of equipment. Now that I had a job and I was set up, I had a two-bedroom joint, the second bedroom, I made my studio. And I was like, man, I'm at a point now I'm ready to, like, try and put this stuff out and make some noise. I don't feel like paying people for these beats because YouTube producers be hitting people over the head for no reason. Um, and I don't got time to wait for motherfuckers to make beats for me. And I'm the type of person where it's like, yo, I bought a, uh, uh, Akai, the, what I have, the Akai MPK mini. I bought that a while back, but I just, I started making beats and I 
no, I, I quit too early. I was like, man, this shit was frustrating. And when you first started, it's frustrating. But then I picked it back up and I just ran with it. And I just sat there and the first beat I made, it took me literally all day and all night. Didn't go to sleep, but I finished it. Um, in retrospect, I feel like that shit kind of, I'm not going to call it garbage, but it's definitely subpar. Um, but it was an accomplishment. But uh, to get to the point where I feel like my beats have become better, I wanted to be able to say, you know what, yo? I've been getting more and more into, especially since I made my own little label and I signed myself, like, I've been getting more and more into putting the ball in my own court and cutting out the middleman. Like, I feel like we're in an era, like, especially with the internet, where it's like, yo, I don't, I mean, you need a team, yes, but it's, there's some things where I'm always going to use other producers and stuff, too. But, like, mm-hmm. it's never because, it's not going to be I got to go to another producer because I can't provide for me. I feel like mm-hmm. in anything that we do, if your business or something, you shouldn't need to, like, like to, oh, damn, I don't know where I'm going to get this from. Because if all else fails, I'm still Gucci. If I hit up 10 producers today and it's like, man, I need some beats and don't none of them hit me back, I can make my own shit. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to challenge myself um, to be able to do that and see how good it would be. I wanted to then put it out and hear what people's perceptions would be because it's one thing how you feel about yourself, but it's another thing to actually get an unbiased opinion from the general public. And then three, I really felt like, yo, this is some hard shit. I'm going to be on niggas next. Like, I'm, I'm trying to step on next. Like, Haunted House 26.2 was cool. I made the beat. The beat is tough, but I've made better beats since then. And the mixing was good, but I've made better mixes since then. Haunted House is a dope song, but I didn't make the beat. It was my boy Melvin. Shout out to him. Um, before uh, for these, I was like, all right, now this is something where I actually get to do everything. And I've gotten now to a level of... Uh, expertise i'm not an expert but i'm just saying that expertise to the point where i was like all right i feel real comfortable like producing and engineering and mixing and mastering my entire project let's do it so i was like let's go do that shit and then it's cool it's like i i had a whole vision i wanted to make and there's and my creative process has changed now when i write i used to find a beat and write to it now I usually like make beats and as I'm making the beat, I come up with song ideas and concepts and I'm, it's almost like I'm, I'm really painting a whole picture. So that's why water sports starts how it does with the water. You start on the water and then I come up and gasp and you hear the seagulls and the boat horn. And it really sounds like the beginning scenes of I'm real big in the movies, uh, for everybody listening, I'm a huge movie fanatic, so I like to try and like tie in movies and visuals and stuff with music. So I wanted to create a sonic landscape for y'all. So y'all turn on the tape, y'all see the 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 cover art, and it's like, all right, this man in the water. You turn on the tape, it's like, no, this man really underwater. Like you just hear it, you hear a whale, then you just hear me come up, and then you hear my man Zira coming on the hook, just saying, yeah, yeah, from a distance. And it sound, you hear a boat horn, and it sound like the Coast Guard pulling up. And then the beat drop, and then from that point on, from Coast Guard through the rest of the tape, you don't get no break. It's just a slap in your face of, of banging shit. From Mako to Beach Ball to Jet Skis, and then I end it with Lifeguard. It's like the perfect, like, all right, it's time to wind down the party. Y'all don't got to go home, but y'all got to get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> then uh, just end it with the waves, the peaceful, tranquil waves at the end of that. 
to coincide with the water theme. And then it perfectly loops back together. So if you're playing the whole thing and you got it on repeat, it's almost like you go back into the water. And then when you start over, you in the water, you come back out again and redo the whole experience. So that's why I like producing because it allows me to really create like there's a story to be told with beats. Like I think people forget like the producer, but like the the it's one thing to create the lyrics and rap, but it's another thing to create the music that invokes a certain feeling when you hear it. So to be able to do that, I was like, man, I just want to challenge myself and really put people on notice and let people know, like, look, I'll be telling people I make beats and people be like, OK, this any other. Well, I showed them some beats and it might be a couple beats, but they didn't like any one of them. Now, when I put water sports out and that's just doing the numbers that it's doing, I can say and validly say, like, yo, I make beats and you can go listen to my shit and people be like, oh, 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 damn, no, this man's beats is really like that. Like, let me hit you up. So I got people hitting me up for some beats now, too. So and that's why I did it. The producing was really from a necessity more so than it's something I always wanted to dabble in. But at that point, it was more so like, all right, you know what? It's a necessity. And then for water sports, it was like, this is my first project in a while. I want it to be exactly how I want it to be. So I don't really want no outside help from this. I want to be able to create this story and this landscape from the bottom up. So, so yeah. you touched on so much. Um, there's so many questions I want to ask you. I don't know if we'll get to all of it. Go but ahead, yo. What, what's the most surprising area that's bumped your music? Because you've been checking the stats and been posting it. Nepal, bro. Nepal, bro. That's yeah, they, crazy. They was, they was you playing. ever met somebody from Nepal? No, bro. I don't even I know what someone from Nepal looks like. For a second, like I was like, where is Nepal? I was trying to think. And I found him. That's the like between China and um. Yeah, and India, and right yeah. there. Um, and sure enough, the song that they was playing in Nepal was Beach Ball, yo. I was like, yo, I got them over there shaking their ass in Nepal, yo. That's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> so that's probably the, that's probably the coolest one. Um, but also Mexico was cool too because I was the very first one I had when I saw yo, I got some plays in Mexico. Like that's dope. Like, like I like you couldn't have told me when I started this that I don't care if it's one person. I say this all the time. I don't care if it's one or one thousand. Like if you bump my stuff, I appreciate you. That's why I always put up those new country alerts. Um. And I'm going to engage with my fans. They can be part of my journey as I'm going through this. You can actually see my matriculation and see this, too. And if I knew who those people were, I would directly shout them out. But, uh, yeah, Nepal was definitely the that was definitely the coolest. I was like, what the hell? Spain was cool, too. Like, two days ago, I went from, like, three plays in Spain to, like, 15. So I was like. That's dope. Oh, they're sharing this. Yeah, so Spain is the country right now outside the U.S. that has the most plays. That's 15. Germany is next with three. There's Mexico and some others, but that's tough. But that stuff tells you, like, I like that because it's like, yo, if I ever went international type shit, it's like, yeah, I know I need to stop in Spain. Yeah. But, uh, that's a fact. But, yeah, that's, that's that on that. Music, music's universal now, you know, with all the streaming and everything. No facts. It's more accessible than ever. Yeah. So a couple more questions. We're going to wrap this up. Um, we have some different. What was your favorite studio session on this album, on this EP? Um, I 
That's probably probably lifeguard. Definitely lifeguard. That's my favorite song and my favorite session. Throughout my favorite session, because like I made the beat and I found the sample and I was like, ooh, like and Brian heard the sample. He was like, yo, I feel like I would have made some oriental kind of music. And I was like, uh, oh my bad, they don't like that. Like I learned that they don't like like the term oriental is offensive. My fault. Um, but it sounded like some uh, music that was then uh coming from like the, the China area, like Chinese kind of music. um so he was like the sample at least. So he was like, Yeah, I would have made something like that. But I for me the first thing I heard, I was like, No, nah, yo, this sound like some eighties beach party shit. Like, let me go ahead and use it. And then I made the beat and then I smoked. And I came back into the stew, and then that's when I started doing them little haze. I was like, hey, 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 like in the background. Yeah. I was, I was geeking <laughs> myself out, yo. I was geeked because I'm smack, and I'm sitting here cracking myself up while I'm doing this shit. I'm like, yo, this shit not going to work. I was like, oh, we'll see how this shit works. And I left it in there, and then that shit was cracked. Then I was listening to Jump Off by Lil' Kim, and that's what made me like pay homage to her with that hook. Like, um, I don't know if, like, so if y'all listening, y'all ain't noticed, go back and listen to Lil' Kim's The Jump Off, and then go back and listen to The Lifeguard. You will be like, what the fuck? If you made that connection before already, now gotcha. you can make I'm that connection. Um, I even say Jump Off and uh, Lifeguard, like, three different times to reference it. But um, Lifeguard, by far, is my favorite one to do. Uh, my favorite song and my favorite studio session. I dig that. For sure. Um, you also earlier you touched on you've come in contact with random rappers and not random like no names like whether it was the other week really you you had an interaction with money back yo you mentioned Rick Ross I didn't even know that I know you met Big Sean a few years ago does that you get that feeling like yo I'm meant to do this if I'm meeting some of the elite of the elite yo a hundred percent and it happens at and it always it always happens. At a time where I'm like, I don't know if this music shit is going to work out. I don't know if it's meant for me. And literally every time, and it's never rappers I don't fuck with. It's always rappers that I heavily fuck with. Like, every time I feel like that, something happens. So the first time with Big Sean, I was like, that was down in that uh, battle rap era. And I had made a lot of music, so I was focusing on school. And I was like, man, I would just love, I literally said the day before, I was like, man, I would love to meet Big Sean, yo. And I was like, his story and all that is just so cool. And I ride with his music, like, that's my mans. Literally go to Philly the next day, and I'm at the elevator. And I'd, um, I look to my right, I'm like, yo, that look like Big Sean. He had actually, now I think about it in retrospect, he literally walked in right behind me, got out of the car. I was walking down the street to go back in the hotel. He got out this black truck, and he literally walked in behind me. We waiting at the elevator. I look, and I look back, and he looking at me. And he looking, and I'm squinting my eyes, and he looking back like, like, yeah, nigga, it's me. And I'm like, oh, shit, yo, I walked over, dapped him up. He was cool as shit. Sean cool as fuck, yo. He um, <laughs> took a picture with me and everything, rapped with me for a little bit. And then he went upstairs. Um, I was pissed that day, though, because I ain't rap for yo. And I was like, why didn't I rap for Big Sean? And the way he got on, like, he should be willing to listen to somebody rap. That's how he got on, rapping for Yank. And Yay was like, you got till I get to the exit. So I'm like, oh, oh this would have been perfect. You got till to, to the elevator come and these doors open to spit some hot shit. So I was like, why didn't I do it? But I wasn't ready yet. After that, uh-huh. um, yeah, I ran into Rick Ross. I was supposed to go to Cincinnati for my job. 
And uh, I missed the flight, so I had to get a new flight. This It's eerie how this shit works, yo. And uh, the day before that happened, I was telling my coworker, yo, I respect Rick Ross so much, like how he run MMG and this, that, and the other. Like, I look at him and how he runs his label, how I would like to run mine, like how Master P does his. I was like, there's certain label execs that I really look up to, and I really look up to him as a label exec. Yo, so I end up missing that flight. Then instead of going a straight flight from North Carolina to Cincinnati, I get a layover in Atlanta. Get out of Atlanta and get to Cincinnati. I'm walking down the the, the aisle, and I see some people coming. I was like, yo, they got MMG gear on. That's kind of dope. I wonder where you get that from. Then as I keep walking, we keep getting closer, I literally walk past Rick Ross. I'm like, what the fuck? I just spoke this shit into existence. And then with the money bag yo joint... I was just wild. My girl was here. And I'm looking. I'm like, and, and it was weird, yo. I should not have been able to pick money bag yo out from like the back of his head. And like, I was like, <laughs> but it but it looked like him, like his body shape and everything. I was like, I don't know why that just came to my head. Like out of everybody, I picked money bag yo. I was like, hey, money bag yo. When I said that, yo kind of like slowly like slid behind the truck. And then his mans looked up and was like giving me the look like, nah, that ain't him. And I checked. And I was like, yeah, money back, yo, performing at Baltimore at Royal Farms. No, nah, that was you, nigga. I know that was you. Um, <laughs> so that was dope. And then um, Wyclef Jean listening to my shit was cool. That was probably Wyclef Jean and Wiz being able to, to hear my shit was dope. My homegirl went on tour with Wiz Khalifa because she's a dancer for the Wiz Khalifa French Montana tour. Yeah. And she played uh, Wiz My Joint. And then my homeboy is... uh starting a podcast and his mentor runs this podcast network and his mentor knows like Evander Holyfield and Wyclef from uh from doing podcasts and interviews with them and I'm doing the podcast intro for my man's podcast similar to how Wayne does first take and all that because it's a sports podcast right right was, right he showed it to his mentor his mentor showed it to uh uh Wyclef I was like, that's hard. And then my man's plays for DC United. This not a rapper, but uh, he showed my shit to Wayne Rooney, and Wayne Rooney fucked with my shit too. So I was that's like, that's dope. Right. I was like, that's hard, yo. <laughs> that's that's kind of hard. They not following me, and that's cool. Like I'm not there yet. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't deserve that acknowledgement yet. But um, that's dope. But yeah, those those definitely the rapper situations where it's like all all of them was completely unexpected, and is and they definitely are moments where I'd be like, okay, this is God telling me, yo, I know you down. I'm gonna throw a bone in front of you so you can see your idols, and 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 it's not like seeing them on a TV. Like you literally walk by them, you can see they're humans, they're people, they're right there. You could have touched them if you wanted to. That allows you to realize like. Yo, you keep running into your peers. You keep running into the people who are doing the thing that you want to be doing. You must be on the right track. Like, you must be doing something correct. And it's also motivation. So it's like eventually you can be where they at. And it's a mental reminder. It's a visual reminder, I mean. Because you can be like, man, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. But I don't know. Then when you visually see your, an idol in their element, it's not even like we had a show. We not backstage. Moneybag Yo was on the corner, just on the sidewalk chilling. Rick Ross was going to his flight. A big Sean's just taking the elevator back up to his room. Like I caught them in three of their like the three of them in like real raw human elements, just being regular people. So for me, it was like, oh, you know what, yo, this is definitely what I'm supposed to do. I dig that, man. 
Yeah, no, that's. I mean, it also shows like stars are lined up for something bigger. And then my last question is, what's next for for you musically? Like, we got the EP, we did the podcast. I know you got a show coming up. What's what's next? Got a couple of things. I got a I got an interview coming up. It's kind of a big interview. I can't talk about it because uh, I can't promote it until after it happens. But when it does happen, y'all know, and then it's kind of a big deal. I was like, oh shit, that's kind of crazy. Um, and yeah, I, I got a new single dropping. I don't know when I'm gonna drop it. I think I want to drop it within. <laughs> Probably before the show, maybe coming up, um, or maybe after the show. We'll see. But I'm definitely got a new single coming. I got a project coming in December or November. Um, that was actually supposed to be the first project. It's called True Serum. So that's actually like a twelve, a ten to twelve track tape. Um, Water Sports was just the EP I threw together after my man said, "Yo, I think you should make something for the summer because." The summer is bumping right now. And unfortunately, because of life and other things that happened, it didn't get to come out when I wanted water sports to come out, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, water sports was really like a last minute. Like, I'm not going to say last minute. Like, I came up with the idea like a week before it released, but like like a couple of months before it happened. Like, I've been thinking about this True Serum joint, but True Serum's coming up next. I'm really excited about that. It's a completely different vibe from water sports, so I'm letting you know. You're still going to get bars. You're still going to get bangers. You're still going to get quotables. But from a sonically sonically uh, pleasing standpoint, water sports sounds very bright, bouncy, and um, and party-ish. Uh, True Serum is going to be real dark, real... Um, real nighttime music like like water sports this music i feel like you play during the day you can play them at night too but i feel like there is daytime music like when you listen to true serum that's music you listening to on your ride home from somewhere or like when you at the crib i ain't putting you in no your feelings on no drake type shit i'm just letting you know like the the artist to to god truth of what i've been through over these last three years and it's been some rough shit so like the the tape gonna sound it's going to sound dark because I've been through some dark moments. So that's all it is. But I'm real excited for that because y'all got to hear Party Mari and Carefree Mari. And that's cool. But now y'all going to get to see a a part of me that I don't really talk about and stuff that I haven't and that I haven't talked about since they've happened to me. And just really open up and just because I feel like before I can be honest with the world, I got to be honest with myself. And the best where I know how to be honest with me is put my shit in music and I want to be transparent with my fans and shit so I'm like here's some true serum for y'all now I'm looking forward to it bro you know um, it's been a, a pleasure to watch to watch the maturation uh, from the very beginning from the first freestyle cypher to the all star to the battles to the unreleased music like uh, from the Ferrari project that never came out. Like why me? Yo, <laughs> I, I got yo, this stuff, dog. <laughs> yo. I was thinking about that the other day. That never happened. Did you with the detox? Yeah, man, I, I got <laughs> detox. <laughs> that was detox, yo. I had a whole, I had a track list. I had yeah. album art. Like yep. never happened. It's, I still it's on my iPod to this day, man. I still why, was why it finished? Still gets bumped, yo. The whole thing was finished, wasn't it? Yeah. Full <laughs> tracks, all that. I think I just deleted that joint. Like I was like, I ain't fuck with it. 
So I was like, fuck it. I mean, you you definitely are better now than you were then. But there's some songs on there I still play. Like, whenever Why Me comes up on Shuffle, I let it ride. I was like, all right, man. No, Headcount was on there, too. Headcount is actually my joint. Headcount is tough. I like the song about your grandfather. Um, Dag, yo. Like, I be looking for these songs. Cause I don't have them. Yo, send me these joints, yo. I, I got my, you. My I got you after the interview. So that's another thing. Mm. I, my laptop crashed from my music going So I had to buy a new laptop. Like, there's hella music that I had made that y'all will never hear. <laughs> and I can't recreate it because it's like, it's just gone. I don't even know where the beats are at. So like, Ferrari is gone. Like, that was on that laptop is just gone. Like, it is like, you, you have the only copy now. <laughs> like, so. I'm gonna leak your album and get profit. Nah, it's all good. No, I feel like that's cool though. Like, it's like you, you did literally the only person with the unreleased. That's gonna be like, hold on to that shit, yo. I'm letting you know right now, you won't be able to flip that for something later. I mean, that's a bad. I mean, between that, Ride With Me still one of my favorites. Never have I ever, you know, like you got jams, yo. But yeah, man, um, we'll definitely do more for the interview next go round. It's crazy. Uh, you gave us so many gems. We didn't even get to all our other questions for real, cause we be on here for three hours and we don't got that that type of fan base. <laughs> so uh, hundred. That's no real. Faith. That's real. No faith. No, nah, it's not no faith. It's real, man. People with Tim span three hours. Yeah, it's better be gonna, God talking to us. Yeah, they ain't gonna Shoot. tap out. We all paying attention to the country. <laughs> I know well, that's, that's right, right yo. yo. Mari, do your shout outs and then you pick whatever song we outro into. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, shout out God for keeping me alive. I should have died probably like four times by now for some reason. This the Heavenly Father wanna keep me here to give y'all music. So I appreciate that. After that, uh shout out my peoples for not giving up on me. Shout out to homies. Uh Shout out to the school I go to, the the connections I made. Shout out to my man's Nick for the cover art. Shout out to the features on Coast Guard. Y'all know who y'all are. Zero, Drama Time, uh, Splash. And uh, shout out to the Working Tripod for, you know, putting me on this show and uh, allowing me to do this. And then shout out to a thousand jumpers, man, for having me on the show. Finally, finally getting me on this joint. Yeah. And, um, if we're going to end this joint, I feel like the perfect song to end this joint is Lifeguard. We got to end it right. We got to end it right, yo. That's the best way to end. That's the best way to end everything to me. Like, <laughs> Lifeguard, lifeguard is, is crack. hard, bro. I, t- I text you, I said, yo, Lifeguard is hard, man. No, yeah, I remember you hit my phone. I remember that shit. I remember I sent you Mako and you was ready to just leak that shit. Yeah, yeah no, he was. was. I was like, tough. yo. He was like, yo, did you get Mari new song? I was like, yeah. Yo, we need to leak it. No, we don't. <laughs> that would tell you, like, people send me stuff to listen to. I'd be like, whatever, fam. I'll listen to whatever. <laughs> and so, but when you sent it to me, I was like, all right, let me play this job. I was like, oh, nah, man. I'm definitely about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm about to leak your shit. I was like, like yo, hey, you I'm about yo. DJ Clue. I was about to DJ Clue your ass, bro. <laughs> Exclusive oh. Illuminati. <laughs> Drop the bomb on them joints. Why? I put that on IG Live. <laughs> oh no! Hey yo, rip it, rip it, rip it! I don't went to, I don't went to Rob's jump. I'm watching this story. I'm like, what the fuck? 
I'd have been in these comments on IG Live. What the fuck? He'd have kicked me out the chat. <laughs> right? I'd have blocked you. You know those scammer pages. <laughs> oh, that's that's You scam me. Why you yeah, block yeah. me? <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit, yo. Oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. There's one more person I want to shout out. Shout out to... uh. She just dropped the album today. She's also performing at the show I'm performing at. Uh, she's an artist from Baltimore named Who Camille. Um, go check her out. She just dropped her album. Um, what's it called? I want to say it's called Copper and Carbon. Yep, I didn't know if it was Carbon and Copper or Copper and Carbon. I didn't want to say it the wrong way. But it's Copper and Carbon. Camille can spit. Go check her out. Um, it's on all streaming services uh, except Spotify. Spotify show up soon. But, um, yeah, she wanted to shout them out. And shout out all the other artists that's performing at Active Work Volume 2. Um, yeah, go look up the bill. And go look up some of their songs, man. My songs, too, before y'all come out to the show. Tickets is literally $5. Um, they're on the Working Tripod. I said Working Tripod. They're on the Working Titles Instagram. Um, you can hit me up, and I'll send you the link as well. Um, it's literally $5, $10 at the door. It's 21 plus. We're going to rock it out. If y'all came to the first one, it was live. This one going to be even live. So hope to see y'all there. All right, man. We'll introduce your record. We can get up out of here, dog. All right, y'all. This is the last track on Water Sports Volume 1, the EP, Lifeguard. Go ahead and kick us out of here, Dap. Yes, sir. Mari, man, Baltimore's finest. Another episode of a thousand jumpers certified. <laughs> Already <laughs> Swiss. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I don't sink no more, all I do is float. Lately I be getting dope Ice a couple links up Turn my chain into a moat I'm a man of action Something like that nigga Joe Plan and make it happen Never leave it up to hope Trying to get you high off my lines Here's a little coke Marvy about to act up He don't need no little boat He could use a yacht though Demon on the lot yo Mentioned with a big dog Get it with the lock though Shit is members only Shopping out of Costco Only bring the homies We headed to the top floor It is like oh man Oh damn How we gonna beat them What they all saying Wait until the bank accounts All banned Come through looking like he ball playing. Really got it out the dirt. Now a nigga popping like he tripping off a perk. Shorty says she play me when she putting on a skirt. Getting ready with a girlfriend's about to go and twerk. Make the handy disappear. Make it disappear right now. 2019 looking like the year right now. She a jump off nigga and it's clear right now. You her boyfriend, but you isn't here right now. It's for the woes. Bring the crown, bring the gas, bring the hoes. We about to celebrate, anything goes. Nothing for a fake nigga, anything close. Gotta keep the can close and live good. East coast, west coast, worldwide. Mari getting plays out the country, I'm live. Tell me if you ballin', let me hear you say, right, right. This is for the woes. Bring the crown, bring the gas, bring the hoes. We about to celebrate, anything goes. Nothing for a fake nigga, anything close. Gotta keep the can close and live good. East coast, west coast, worldwide. Mari getting plays out the country, I'm live. Tell me if you ballin', let me hear you say, right, right. Best friend with me at the location. One thick, one skinny, but they both cake it. Said they want a long time, so they rotate it. Man blowing up a phone, but she won't take it. Jump off, girl, trembling, rum shaking. In the villa overseas, got him butt naked. Said you wanna stay here, shorty, you crazy? I am not a lifeguard, I do no saving.
do no saving. 